you don't have to do what you don't want to do in your launch. Just because everybody else is doing that doesn't mean you have to. And it's not always about getting the biggest number of sales. It's also about creating a launch that feels really good for you because you could be making millions and millions of dollars, but if you're really unhappy and burnt out, then that's not a sustainable business model for you. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 551. So we just recently closed doors on the second launch of Launch Magic for this year, the second and final launch of Launch Magic this year. And as always, I always have some unexpected lessons that pop up in every single launch. It's like no two launches are the same. Even though we've been launching the same course four times now, there's always something new that pops up. And I am going to share with you today five unexpected things that I've learned from this launch, five unexpected lessons. So the first one, uh, I'm going to do this in the format of like what happened, why I think it happened, the lesson in that, and what I'm going to do in the next launch as a result. So first thing that happened was the total number of signups was down from this time last year, but profit was up and the conversion rate was up. That was really interesting. So we actually made a bigger profit than we did last this time last year, but we had fewer people who signed up. And the, res- the, the reason for this was because we actually spent a lot less on Facebook ads. We spent around 28000 on Facebook ads last year for this launch. And for this most recent launch, we spent about $4,000 on Facebook ads because I've been noticing that they just don't convert as well as they used to. So that's probably why a, a huge part of why the conversion rate was up and it's why the profit was up. So we had fewer webinar registrations this time, but a larger percentage of the people who registered for the webinars converted. And this is a really interesting, um, it's really interesting feedback because it shows me that we've done a really good job building that email list and nurturing them in the lead up to doors open because most of the people who signed up for the webinar were people who were already on my email list, not from Facebook ads. In previous times, the majority came from Facebook ads. This time, the majority came from my email list. And this tells me, oh, okay, so maybe maybe when we do give people that longer period of nurturing, rather than just bringing them in from a Facebook ad to the webinar, and then they get all the cart open emails and that kind of promo. Huh. If we bring them in earlier, if if we get them onto the email list earlier so that they're there through that 90 days of pre-launch that I always do. I always talk about my 90-day launch strategy. This reinforces that. It shows me, okay, cool. 
it works. When somebody's being there consuming my content for the 90 days leading up to doors open, that's when they're ready to buy. They don't just need to see a Facebook ad, watch my webinar and buy. Some people do, but the most effective the most effective thing that we've done is that 90 days. So that tells me, okay, we need to grow that email list a little bit more in the lead up to doors open. Something that was really interesting, a really interesting number from this launch was that this launch, we spent four cents to make a dollar. This time last year, we spent 26 cents to make a dollar. This is just another way of saying, hey, like the return on investment, (laughs) the return on investment this launch was much better than the last launch. Of course, we don't know uh, if people who registered for previous launches um, for the webinar last time, maybe they might have stayed on that email list for six months or 12 months and then only signed up for launch magic this time. It's very possible. And actually something that we've done in the past was looking at how long somebody had been on the email list before they bought Launch Magic. We haven't looked at that yet for this launch, but I know previously it was around 180 days. So somebody had downloaded a freebie of mine or signed up for a webinar of mine, stayed on my email list for 180 days, six months before they signed up for Launch Magic. So that tells me that okay, it's not so much about what I'm posting in that seven days of cart open as it is about what I'm posting in between those launches. And that's why I teach that 90 days in Launch Magic. So next launch, I'm going to change things up a little bit because I now know, okay, the lesson from this is great, put more time, effort, budget into growing my email list in between launches. And then next launch, I will spend more money on ads, growing that email list and growing the podcast so that when doors open, people are already nurtured to the point where they are ready to buy. The second interesting thing that happened was payment plan sales as a percentage of total sales. This time last year, payment plan sales were about 50% of total sales. This time they're around 77%. That's really interesting. So more people are buying on payment plans than previously. And I think this is most likely because of two reasons. Firstly, the economy, people are a little bit worried and that's fair. They don't want to spend big cash outlays right now. But the other reason I think it could be is that a lot of my audience are not in the US and I charge US dollars. The US dollar is very strong right now. It's at parity with the euro. It's at a dollar fifty for the Australian dollar. So it's more expensive for people who are living outside of the US. So that's a reason why I think people might have chosen to pay on payment plans as well. At the end of Cart Open this time, we did something that was completely unplanned. We hadn't decided to do this until literally a few days before. And that was we added a 12-month payment plan at the end. And it was super popular. It helped to make Launch Magic accessible to a few people who couldn't afford that six-month option. But it obviously adds a lot more risk to us because now we have to be really diligent following up those failed payments and we have to make sure that we're revoking access as soon as people's payments fail. So the lesson in this for you is maybe consider adding other payment options. If you have a higher higher ticket or higher price point product, it might be worth looking at how you can break that down into a way that is more accessible, more affordable for people who can't get in there. Uh, next launch, what we will do differently is we will 
see, first of all, how payment goes with these plans, with the 12-month plans. And if it's not costing us too much in admin time to chase up those failed payments, then that 12-month plan might be something that we offer in the future. This is an experiment. It could be a very expensive lesson, or it could be something that worked really well. We don't know yet. The third unexpected thing that happened was that not being on social media during my launch didn't really impact sales or conversions as much as I thought it would. I thought for sure, like, okay, I'm going to have fewer signups, like, I, but I'm okay with that because I don't want to invest the energy into being on Instagram. But actually, I don't think it really impacted sales or conversions at all because my email list picked up so much of that hard work for me. And like, I just wasn't feeling social media at all. I've been the only person in my business doing the marketing role, which needs to change and it will change. But I was just feeling so disenchanted by social media. And I actually decided before this launch, I decided let's just do email only. And I'm really glad that we did. Uh, The lesson in this for you is that you don't have to do what you don't want to do in your launch. Just because everybody else is doing that doesn't mean you have to. And it's not always about getting the biggest number of sales. It's also about creating a launch that feels really good for you because you could be making millions and millions of dollars, but if you're really unhappy and burnt out, then that's not a sustainable business model for you. So next launch, what we will do differently is... Well, we're actually looking to hire a marketing manager at the moment. And depending on how that goes, I will make a call closer to that next launch on how much social media we will do because I don't want to be the one doing it. But if I can hire somebody else to manage that with me, amazing. And we are in the process of hiring that person, that unicorn who will hopefully take that off my plate because I do not want to do that. The other thing that happened, the fourth thing that happened was a bit of a curveball, a bit of a spanner in the works. And it's happened in a previous launch as well. We should have learned this lesson, but we didn't. And that was that a lot of emails started soft bouncing. So 8,000 people on our email list stopped receiving our emails because of the IP address that our email marketing software was sending from. This happens a lot because what happens is when you sign up with ActiveCampaign or MailChimp or ConvertKit or whoever you are using to send those emails out to your list, you are sharing an IP address with a bunch of their other users. So for example, Gmail, when they see an email coming from that IP address, they are judging whether it's spam or not based on your emails, but also based on the emails that other people are sending. And what can happen is that if too many emails are coming from one IP address or too many spammy looking emails are coming from one IP address, certain email providers like Yahoo, Google, Google, Gmail, um, they can say, no, we're going to block this IP address. And that stops your emails from getting through. So that's what started happening in this launch. And fortunately, we managed to get switched over to a new IP address um, thanks to the help the support team with our email marketing software. But what we actually ended up doing was buying our own dedicated IP address because what happens is then when you have your own dedicated IP address, you are the only person sending from that. And that increases that email deliverability, but it's quite expensive. So it's not worth it unless you're sending out your tens of thousands of emails a month, which we sent out in the last 30 days. I think we sent out about a million emails. 
um, which sounds like a lot, but a million divided by 50,000 is only like 20 or something. <laughs> so yeah, 20 emails over 30 days to 50,000 contacts was a lot of emails. Uh, so that dedicated IP address will hopefully avoid this from happening in future launches. And then the fifth little lesson, um, what happened with this launch is, and we did this with the previous launch as well, was we gave our email list 72 hours to test drive module one of launch magic. And that worked really well because 5% of the students who signed up for that sneak peek ended up buying launch magic. 5% doesn't sound like a lot, but it's actually really good. Uh, now, of course, correlation doesn't equal causation. Uh, it's possible that some of these students had already decided they want to sign up when doors opened. They'd already decided, made this decision months ago, and they just signed up for that sneak peek to get a better idea of what was inside the course. That is possible. But it's also likely that it helped a lot of people who are on the fence to see what was inside Launch Magic, and it helped them to make that decision about whether it was going to be a good fit for them or not. Next launch, I think we'll be doing the same. I think the module one sneak peek is here to stay, but it could actually look like us creating some new module, another module that is like a pre-Launch Magic module for people to go through so that they can get a better taste of what's inside. A couple of other interesting stats from this launch that you might find um, Surprising, I suppose. A lot of people thought going into this launch that webinar attendance would be down, but nope, people are still showing up for webinars. The live attendance rate for this webinar or the three webinars that we ran this time were an average of 31.3%. This time last year, it was 28%. So that's really, that's a good improvement. Uh, that means that 31% of people who registered for the webinar showed up live. Industry standard is like between 20 and 30. So 31%, I'm really happy with that. Um, webinar registration page. The one that we had this year didn't convert as well as it did last year. Converted at 49% rather than 56% last year. So 49% of people who viewed that page signed up for the webinar. This tells me two things. It tells me that either the topic of the webinar didn't resonate as much or that people are registering for fewer webinars. But it's not a huge drop, so I'm not overly worried. And each time we launch, we do a different topic anyway, but it's just really interesting. Okay, so either people are registering for fewer webinars, which isn't unlikely given that there are a lot of webinars out there, but it also tells me, huh, okay, Maybe people weren't resonating with the topic of launching in 2022 and how to launch without social media. So that is something that we will keep an eye on next time as well. I hope this has been a good insight into what goes on behind the scenes uh, for you. And I hope that you learn a couple of things that you can now implement in your own launches. If you have any friends who are launching anytime soon, hit the share button, copy the link for this episode and send it to them. And make sure you are following this podcast, hit the follow button, hit the plus button so that you get every new episode straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.